Hello, good afternoon, evening, morning, night, day, middle of the something. You're, I don't know what you're doing, but you're here listening to this podcast. Welcome to Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion, and we are talking week five football. I am here, not alone, as always, with your boy, Eric. Hello. No clue what that intro was, but I'm here. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm thriving. The Broncos are on a win Can't streak uh, of one because they didn't play this week because Cam Newton ate a bat or something. I don't know. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk about this week, uh, So, especially around COVID. First and foremost, prayers up to Dak Prescott. Never thought as an Eagles fan I'd have to ever say that in my life. That ankle looked atrocious, and I really hope him the speediest recovery because that is depressing yeah. to see. I know a lot about yeah, QB I mean, injuries, and it's not fun. Nobody wants no, that. Not for sure. Enough. Like, so, yeah. No, that's rough. It really is, and I, I am wishing him the same. But uh, we're going to definitely discuss week five. Uh, we got kind of a little bit to talk about scheduling wise for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think all the way up to week eleven, if I'm not mistaken. And we are going to every week. Ex- I think every week except for one until week eleven has been changed somewhere. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and we have some craziness this week. Um, like, complete and utter nonsense happened this week, I think, in the NFL. I went 8-6 and six this week, but that was because I made a bold prediction and thought trusting the Eagles would be a viable option. And Eric went 9-5 and five this week, and he thought mm-hmm. the Falcons were a viable option, even though the Falcons stay falconing. Yeah, uh, what did I tell you at the podcast? I'm picking the Falcons, but if they lose this game, I'm never picking the Falcons again. Falcons are going 0-16 now. (laughs) I don't know if they'll go 0-16, but it's never worth the risk picking them. I bet you they they get like three wins. And I have no idea what they'll be, but I'm never picking them. I don't care who they play. Maybe I'll I'll pick the Falcons if they play the Jets or the Jets. That'll be it. All right. I think they're definitely the best 0-5 team. Of the three. Of what? The Giants, the Jets, and the Falcons? Uh, it's, it's them, the Giants, and the yeah, Jets. Are they're the only definitely the best one, that's for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the, I always load up NFL.com just to have, like, um, stats and the scores handy just in case I mess something up. Right? I don't want to mess – I want to fact mm-hmm. check myself. Uh, under the Falcons ga- uh, Falcons-Panthers game, it says Atlanta's 0-5 start for the first time since 1997. That was the year I was born, so that's 23 years of never going 0-5. That's not, like, terrible because you go, like, 1-4 and be bad still. But, like, it's pretty funny that that's the case. Well, you want to know what's interesting about that? The Panthers – what? what I don't give a shit about the Panthers. The Falcons, um, they went to the Super Bowl the following year. In 1998? 1998. That's wild. Well, hey, maybe this is fate for them. Who knows? Well, yeah, the 90, their 98 season. Who knows? Where they went to the Super Bowl because they lost the Broncos. Who knows? They probably shouldn't. Yeah, I only know that because Broncos. A Broncos fan. Exe right. right? Uh, but no, the Falcons probably shouldn't have even been in the Super Bowl because that was the uh, fifteen and one Randy Moss, uh, Dante Culpepper Vikings. Oh. Um, and their kicker missed. I don't think he missed a kick all year. Maybe he missed like one all year. Oh. Missed the game oh. winner, and the Falcons that's won. That's right. Yeah, that's tough. I remember that the Broncos were playing the Jets, and they're just like, "Okay, cool, we won the Super Bowl," and then they almost lost to the Jets in the AFC Championship. That's hilarious. Game. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about football. Let's kick things off Thursday night wise. 
Uh, we have the Buccaneers uh, going into. Uh, ooh, what is what? What stadium do they play in? Soldier Field. Soldier Field. I always want to say Wrigley because, but that's the Cubs. Isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, it was. I'm like, no, that's the Red Sox, but no, that's Fenway. Fenway. Yeah, there we go. I'm not exactly the best with stadiums. I know Lincoln Financial, and that's all I need to know. And American Airlines. Yeah, I know. That's the Heat and the Mavericks, so funny enough. Okay, cool. I wouldn't have even known that. Funny enough, like one is American I, Airlines Arena, the other one's American Airlines Stadium. I don't remember I which one's which, but it's little, funny. I bet you we could have a little a little competition. That'd be fun. We should do that. Like <laughs> one podcast, just quizzes. We, we we go back and forth with who plays who plays in this stadium. <laughs> Yeah, name the stadium. That would be hilarious. It's like, I've never been in an NFL stadium. I've only been in one technically, and that was in um, the Chargers Stadium in San Diego when they were in Los Angeles. Oh, I see. So before, you know, they, they hadn't torn it down okay. yet. Okay. And I had been in that stadium when the Chargers weren't playing there. But it was an NFL stadium with NFL facilities. The Broncos won their first Super Bowl there. So that was neat. But that's the only NFL stadium I've been in. It's my goal to see the outside of every NFL stadium. I've hit, I think, like, like I want to say nearly half the league. I have been to Lambeau. And not, I've never been to, like, Jacksonville. Ah. Hmm. I've been to Lambeau. Uh, and I have been to, believe it or not, uh, Allegiant. It's the, the Raiders well, stadium, but if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. It's funny enough. I live here. So, anyway. I've yet I've yet to see Allegiant, but I I saw pretty it dope. Up, so I can't. It's actually pretty dope. <laughs> like I yeah. was like I was shook. I was like, man, if you guys didn't suck, but we have more to talk about that. Bucks Bears, let's start. Yeah. Uh, the Bears. I mean, uh, we we said that they were kind of like not for real. We really thought they were kind of fake, but I have to say they they showed up this game. Their defense especially. For sure they did. I mean. I, the Bears are a, definitely a question mark team in the fact that they're so in. I don't want to say so inconsistent. They're four and one, but it's like it doesn't feel like they should be. Their first, okay, they definitely shouldn't be four and one. They, I, I give them three and two, right? They won. Yeah. They won a game this season to the Lions, where DeAndre Swift dropped a game-winning pass wide open. Matthew Stafford couldn't have put it any further on the money, and they should have lost that football game. Like there was like ten seconds left if he catches that for a touchdown. Right, then there was who they play week two. That was week one. The Giants. Uh, no one cares about that. They should have won. I mean, yeah, most people should be the uh, Giants. Week three, they play. They played the Fal- They played the Falcons. The Falcons. Falcons. Yes, the Falcons gave up a like a crazy lead to Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they beat the Colts, or they lost to the Colts. Yes. Yeah. That was the one game they lost. So like, when they yeah. lost to the Colts, I was like, okay, they're playing a good team. They came down to earth, and then they went and beat the Bucks. And I'm like, I don't know what to think of this team anymore. Yeah, I just got done telling you that I think the Bucks were the best team in the NFC. Probably not so much anymore. I mean, yeah, the Bucks are a really good team, but there kind of really should have been no reason to lose this game if the Bucks really were that yeah. good. Um, I still think they're good. I don't think they're one of the best teams in the NFL, not so much anymore. Um, the Bears, like we said, are, were super impressive this game for sure. Uh, Nick Foles looked really good. It's their defense. I think their defense is what's showing yeah, up. And the, the Bear, yeah, the Bears' defense showed up, and they played really good against a really good Bucks defense or Bucks offense. Yeah, they had, they had everything like everything felt like it was locked up for Tom Brady, and you even like Tom Brady was even like got hit so many times. Dude was thinking it was fourth down after fourth down happened. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. Buck Bucks Bucks so, kind of got they got locked I up. Think both teams. 
I think both teams are still good. I think the Bears are better than we thought. The Bucks are worse than we yeah. thought. Um, but I think both are still good. I think the Bucks are still a top 10 team in the NFL, and I think the Bears are getting close to at just because there's a lot of good teams in the NFL right now. I, like, you know, without actually sitting through and going through one by one, I bet you the Bears are probably somewhere around, like, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. We'll definitely see what, uh, what the future holds for the Bears, but I think that they that Nick Foles was the right decision, and we honestly thought he wasn't never going to get benched because Mitch Trubisky was doing enough, and now here we are with Nick Foles running the show and actually playing good for a right. football team that's not the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm actually very happy for him but mad at him at the same time. Thank you. Here we are. Look at us. would have never thought, thought that. That's for sure. Uh, what's next on the list? Uh, well, I guess let's go to Jags-Texans because our list – it, before that is Bills Titans. We'll save that for last. Are we? And then Broncos Patriots, which didn't that's happen. The, that's the t- that's the game you want to save for last. Is Bills Titans? Well, yeah, we're going in chronological order. Chronological. Oh. The Bills and the Titans played on Tuesday, my dude. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yes, they played yesterday. I, sh- <laughs> I mm. Tuesday night football, which I wouldn't be opposed to that becoming a normal thing. <laughs> it was something to do yesterday. That was pretty interesting. I think Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be something for sure. Uh, but anyway, so Jags, Texans. Texans beat the Jaguars 30-14. to 14. Texans get their first win of the season um, after firing Bill O'Brien. I think they're riding the momentum of kind of like a, a you know new new year, new me sort of thing yeah. right now. And they got to beat up on a bad team, which is good. Um, Problem, though. I think it boosted the Texans' confidence quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think the Texans are still not a great team but they definitely looked good this game against a probably worse team in the jags yeah i i have i think the, mm. the the texans have a very tough matchup this week going into tennessee yes, very much so and then the following week they're at home against the packers yeah. so how long does this keep up probably this week and that was it yeah um the um so yeah, I, I, I think the Texans are kind of in a struggle spot right now. I mean, Romeo Cornell did enough, but is he going to be the long-term coach probably next year? Who knows? Um, I don't really see them making too many roster moves. I mean, the Texans have a terrible O-line, and that's something they need to fix. But they're good to go at quarterback. They're decently good enough at wide receiver. They have, like, a good collection of number two yeah, guys. they need that number one, though, really bad. Their defense their defensive line is good enough. Like, their, their secondary is good enough. Like, they're decent in just about every position on the field except for O-line, really. Yeah. So I don't see them making too many roster moves in the offseason. It's that they need they need leadership, and they need somebody who doesn't give away their best players for a ham sandwich. Right, yeah. Um, I think Deshaun Watson had a, I don't want to say a great game because he did throw two picks. Um, the thing is, is I can't expect Brandon cooks to go for a hundred hundred plus yards a game. Like, I just don't see that happening. I really thought Will Fuller, Fuller was going to get more touches, um, this season, but it doesn't look like he is. I'm more so the Texans getting boxed up, but I think the biggest stat is I think the Jaguars just refuse to decide to put points on the board because I'm looking at stats-wise, and I would be like, if you just showed me strictly the statistics of this game, I would have guessed, like, without seeing, like, touchdowns, like, just, like, completions and yards and interceptions, no touchdowns, I would have thought that, like, Garner Minshew just demolished the Texans. He threw for 300 yards. Like, he was pretty accurate, too. Like, he went, what, 
31 of 49. I mean, he had to throw the ball 50 times, but that's pretty, that's pretty good. Like two TDs, no interceptions, like Texans, like the, the Watson with 25 for 35, 359. Like he, he threw the ball really well, but he threw two picks. Like the Jags literally got two interceptions and it didn't look like they got any points off of those turnovers. And I think that sucks because yeah. it's like you. We talked about this last week too when we talked about Gardner Minshew. Like the Jaguars being not good right now is going to reflect on Gardner Minshew, and that's not Gardner Minshew's fault. That's the fact that Gardner Minshew plays quarterback. Yeah. Like I, I think Gardner Minshew is solid enough to be a good option. Like genuinely, I could see Gardner Minshew's career. It's sad to say turning into something like Ryan Fitzpatrick's. Yeah, and Which the sucky part about it sucks is, to say. is that. The Jags missed two field goals, fumbled the ball on, like, Houston's, like, five-yard line, ten-yard line or something like that. Like, Yeah, if this trend continues, the Jags aren't going to be good, and it's going to be Gardner Minshew's fault, according to everybody else. But it's not actually Gardner Minshew's fault. Yeah, like, two two missed field goals and a fumble on the, like, like, ten... I don't think it was his fumble. I think it was uh, Robinson. Yeah. 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 The, the Jaguars don't have the pieces around him. Like, yeah. they don't have a solid position group. They don't really have solid players outside of Gardner Minshew. Like, Gardner Minshew, I mean, he's great. He's he's doing well. He's doing good enough. He's doing what he can with what he has. He's a meme. And that's kind of what I see happening. It's the same thing that happened to Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's the same thing that happened to Josh McCown. Yeah. Like, it's like they looked solid, but they didn't have the pieces around them, and they got blamed yeah. for it. Like, the Jaguars are going to need a spark. Like, and the Jaguars are probably going to go after somebody like Trevor Lawrence or, or a solid rookie or, like, a big-name free agent in the offseason mm-hmm. and move on from Gardner Minshew. And that's not Gardner Minshew's fault. I think the Jaguars need a spark. I think the Jaguars need some fire. They need something. Yeah, and I'm really upset because, like, two missed field goals, that's on the kicker, like, literally Minshew puts you in a position to score and you didn't that's what 20 to 30 now and then a, a another mm-hmm. touchdown 27 to 30 okay you're not playing like you're about to like lose the game at that point Gardner Minshew did fumble uh late late in the game um I don't know if it was a sack fumble though so it could have also not been his fault you know like he could have gotten hit from the blind yeah. side right yeah, thirty to fourteen is is a tanking for Trevor Lawrence score. Thirty to twenty seven is not. right, and that's what I'm saying. Like two missed field goals, a yeah. touchdown on the ten. That's not his fault. Like they had the ability to win this game, and it's just like those key plays just really screwed them. And it sucks because Gardner Minshew is going to continue to get blamed because you're the quarterback and you're the only person on the team that anybody knows the name of. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Moving right along, though. Ravens Bengals. Was that a football game? Uh, legally, I have to say ah, yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna legally say no and keep going about my day. Jet? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, was there no, any bright spots the... in that game though? For real? Uh, not particularly. I mean, the Bengals looked awful, and I think they're kind of riding. They were riding high after beating the Jaguars last week, right? And uh, but the Ravens aren't to... the Jaguars. The Ravens needed someone to beat down on, and they beat down on two people in a row. Like, they lost that game to the Chiefs, yeah, I mean, and they struggled, so they were like, yeah, no, we're beating everyone from here, and they're t- probably going to continue to beat down next week. Yeah, which sucks to be you really in particular. Does. But, yeah, no, but, like, the Ravens are a much more formidable opponent than for the Bengals than the Jaguars of were, course. for sure. And I don't know, it kind of felt like the Bengals expected this game to be like the Jags game. 
and it just wasn't like the better team won, but and the, and the better team won handily. Um, and the fact that I'm saying handily is the only reason I'm really concerned about the Bengals. But we knew the Bengals weren't going to be great yeah, this of year. We knew that Joe Burrow was going to have the same struggles a rookie does. Like he looks great for sure, right. but he is ultimately a yeah. rookie. Like he he's you know I bet you he's going to have a great year two year three. When the Bengals get more right, pieces. and I think T. Higgins is good. So, he just needs to develop a little more. Like they just have, they have a they have a roster that's very up and coming, and I think they're going to be fine. Exactly. Like Joe Mixon yeah, is a they're stud. on their way. Like we know that. Yeah. So it's just you just have to have more development from the roster, and once you get that, you're probably going to be fine. Bengals yeah, have you a need promising more development future. for your. You need more development on your young guys from the roster. You need to spend some cast space and some draft capital on your defense and your and your core pieces because. You you have the weapons pretty much like the Bengals are pretty stacked at weapons like they have AJ Green who is a little bit of an older guy I believe he was drafted two thousand I keep forgetting he's on that roster and AJ Green's a stud. I do too exactly I do too it's and it's because like AJ Green is probably I mean besides Joe Burrow is, is still the biggest name on the Bengals mm-hmm. like just from sheer age like AJ Green's probably on his way out right. soon um. So I think you're going to need another weapon in the near future, and you're going to need core pieces. You're going to need defense. You're going to need line. And then the Bengals will be fine in, like, two to three years. However, week five of the 2020 NFL season, no, they're playing one of the best teams in football, and they should have lost this game, and they yeah. did. Case in point. That's all That's all it is at the end of the day. Yep. Uh, Panthers-Falcons. How do you feel about that game? So Panthers win... Panthers win twenty three to sixteen. Um, Falcons fired their general manager and their head coach. About Dan time! Didn't did I not in the last podcast say if the Falcons don't fire Dan Quinn by the end of next week, I'm quitting? Yeah, I believe something yeah. like that. I think you said if they lost and they don't fire Dan Quinn. If yeah, I don't understand if they so, don't fire. Dan. I was like, please let him go. Like he needed to be gone. Yeah. I was happy I called it. So thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, the Panthers look good. The Falcons historically have been a pretty good team while Matt Ryan has been there at t- handling the Panthers in particular and especially handling the Panthers in Atlanta. Yeah, and they just couldn't get it done. And they just didn't get it done. I mean, Matt Ryan, I believe, is still fifth in passing. I believe Calvin Ridley is fifth in receiving after Julio Jones was first in receiving after week one. And obviously Julio got hurt, which meant that Calvin Ridley uh, became the number one guy for the next few weeks while Julio's getting hurt. Um, and I know the Falcons play the Vikings next week. What are the Falcons on by? Never. Week, week 10. 10? Okay, so that's going to take a bit. It's going to continue to get beat down. I Yeah, I know. I feel like the Falcons need a rebound game for sure. Uh, the Vi- It could be the Vikings. Like The Vikings aren't terrific. Maybe the Lions. I think that's. I think that's. It could be the Lions too, and they play the the Panthers again in a couple weeks on Thursday Night Football. So, I think the Falcons need a tune-up game, and I do not know who's taking over head coaching duties for the Falcons. Well, I I would love for you to Google that while I continue uh, rambling about the Falcons, if possible. Keep going. Keep going. Um. But yeah, no. The Panthers' young defense showed up, um, and Matt Ryan is still eighth or fifth in the league in passing. So, like, there's something there. Like, the Falcons are have pieces. They're good enough. Like, the Falcons are generating offense. Their defense is atrocious. And that's the problem with the Falcons right now 
is their defense is so bad. And Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks for when they went to two Super Bowls and won right. one of them. Like, that's what he – like, he's a defensive guy, and the Falcons' defense was still one of the worst in the NFL under him, and I think that's a big reason why they let him go is, like, you, like you, your defense should be better than what yeah. it is. The Falcons are generating great mm-hmm. offense. The Falcons' passing game is ridiculous. The Falcons love – you know, they love spreading the ball around, getting it to their playmakers. Yeah, and they have good ones. And Yeah, they have good ones, and they still have Todd Gurley, yeah. too. So, like, the Falcons are generating good offense. Their defense is not good right yeah. now. And the Panthers, we know, weren't aren't a great team. Like they lost their first two weeks. They're on a three game win streak for sure. Um, but the Panthers are still a little bit of a question mark. I would like to see a little bit more consistency from the Panthers going forward. Then I will say, like, okay, the Panthers should have won this game. But as it currently stands, these were still two question mark teams going up against each other, and ultimately the Panthers proved to be the better yeah. team. Um interim head coach right now for the Atlanta Falcons is Raheem Morris. I do not even know Neither who that do is. I. I can't help you. Yep. Raheem Morris. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Falcon. The, I mean, obviously the Falcons needed a change, and they made yeah. a change. Um, so we'll we'll see what that does to the Falcons. Um, historically, I believe like teams that change their head coach mid-year generally have a bad week immediately following that. I think the Texans were like an exception, mm-hmm. but that's what happens when you play the the awful Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that kind of smells foreboding for the Falcons next week in Minnesota. Yeah. So, we'll have to see what the Falcons do with this year. Do what, Like, what do they try to get out of this year? What is their goal this year now that they're 0-5, have fired their head coach, have fired their GM? Matt Ryan is getting older, and... Like he might be, they might be missing their Super Bowl window with right with Matt Ryan right now. Tank for so, Lawrence. Tank for Lawrence. I don't no, think they, they tank for Trevor not. Lawrence. They, they need they need defense. Like Matt Ryan's still good for the next like three to four years. Yeah. At yeah. least. So, it, what do the the Falcons need to figure out something? Panthers are still doing great, um, even without Christian McCaffrey. Their young defense is stepping up. So I'm 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 very high on the Panthers this week. They play a formidable foe in the Bears this week, which is a weird sentence to say. The Panthers and the Bears might be a, a really good game. But we'll have to see what the Panthers – do the Panthers continue this success? And what are the and how do the Falcons rebound? Yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, Raheem Morris, uh, fun fact, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach from 2009 to 2011 with a regular season record of 17-31. and 31. So that sounds very Falcony. So – I, yeah, I must have I must have missed that. <laughs> I think I blinked. Yeah, here, uh, t- I, I think I was just blinking from 2009 to 2011. Yeah, I what I don't anyway. Ah, uh, game of the week. Yeah, I mean I'm inclined to agree. I actually don't think this was the game of the week, but like. Yeah, probably not. Actually, the two primetime games were really good this yeah, week. Yeah, aside from like someone. But still, their the the Raiders roll into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs forty to thirty. You want to hear the statistic that's underneath um, NFL.com for that game? Please. Las Vegas. First off, weird. First win at Arrowhead Stadium since Week Eight. Guess the year. Ooh. Week oh. eight. What year? Two thousand and one. Okay, not that old. Twenty twelve. I'm going twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay, 
I was going back to like like the the Gruden Raiders, like pre pre Gruden Bucks. Because like, I'm like, where, where... that's the last time I remember the Raiders being good. You know what I have to say? That was the only thing. I, I have I had. to say one thing about this football game after watching it. I had my doubts. I really did. I, did I really did about one specific character who happens to have the last name shared with a vehicle. Derek Carr, buddy, I am sorry. My, my, boy, my boy John Bus. But you know who else was popping off? And it made me real happy? It's a wide receiver who happens to be catching this season. Mr. Nelson Aguilar. Two catches, 67 yards and a touchdown on both your targets. Just proud of you, guy. Yeah, that'll proud do. You, um, but I know Henry Ruggs had a huge Two receptions. Game. He caught two passes, right? For 118 yards and a touchdown. That's exactly. ridiculous. Yeah, like, I mean, that's what they brought Henry Ruggs in for, to be a burner. And he was a burner. Like, those two catches embarrassed the Chiefs defense, honestly. Um, and I think that's why they brought him in. And it was good to have him back because I know he missed a couple weeks due to, uh, due to injury. Like, I mean, these are both teams that are, are good. We know the Chiefs are still good, but... Now, I think we're coming into the conversation of the Raiders. Like, I never thought I would see the Raiders are the second-best team in the AFC West and could potentially be a wild-card team at this point. Uh, we know the Broncos aren't going to be that good this year, even if they get their player, even if they get, like, Drew Locke back. Like, Cortland Sutton's out for the year. Vaughn Miller's out for the year. I believe the the 49ers and the Cowboys currently have 13 players on IR, and the Broncos are at 12. I'm pretty sure the Eagles are out there, too. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think the Eagles are I think the Eagles are at 11, if I, if I remember correctly. So... Like, this is kind of a shot year for the Broncos. This is a rookie year for the Chargers with Justin Herbert. So, like, this is an opportunity for the Raiders to potentially make a move. Are they better than the Chiefs overall? Probably not, but here we are. Dubtown, USA, population Las yeah. Vegas. So, I think we saw the good Raiders week one, two. We saw the bad Raiders week three, four. We saw the good Raiders again this week is and then now they're on bye week and then next week they're on sunday night football hosting the buccaneers and yeah, we have 11 right now just throwing that out there yeah that's okay crazy. so yeah um it's a matter of can the raiders find consistency because right now the raiders are good but wildly inconsistent yeah. like the raiders might like i mean the way the direction's going right now the raiders could be the best nine and seven team in, in nfl history true but but that's not good enough so I think the Raiders, once they see a little bit more consistency, I think they're genuinely could be a playoff team. And I I need to sit down <laughs> for a second because that hurt. Yeah, I did not expect the Raiders to be good at football again. Uh, but here we are. Here we are. Look at us. Who would have thought? It's like they moved to Vegas and instantly got better at football. I would have never guessed. Uh, but the, yeah, Derek Carr played his heart out. Just – Went on dot to Aggie and uh, Rugs and played great, like just beautiful football for him. He threw one interception, but it wasn't Patrick Mahomes' one INT that he threw because that was atrocious. Anyway, mm -hmm. also they held uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to forty yards, which uh, he has been running all over most teams this year. And I think that's huge for that's a huge win reason why the uh, the Raiders were able to win that game. Not gonna lie. The other thing to consider too is the fact that the Chiefs were on. Monday night football, kind of, last week, which could have played a factor into this. And the Chiefs are now on a short week this week, yeah. too. they played, like, three games so in like 11 we, days like, or something like that. 
Yeah, we, we said that, like, if there was ever a time for the Chiefs to be consistent, inconsistent, it would probably be, like, this short stretch yeah. of games here. So, I don't think this reflects very poorly on the Chiefs. I don't think we were expecting the Chiefs to be 16-0. Yeah, and the Chiefs play tomorrow. Like, the Chiefs that's were going to lose some well, like, games. today for you viewers but or listeners, but, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think this reflects poorly on the Chiefs. I think, if anything, this reflects really good on the Raiders more than Agreed. anything. Agreed. 40 points on the Chiefs is no slap, no slouching matter, even if they're, on, even if they're yeah. tired. Um, moving on right along, Cardinals-Jets. Um, the Jets kind of still suck Cardinals at win. Yeah, Cardinals win 30-10 to 10 in MetLife. Um, the Jets are terrible. You want to hear the fact on it's this one? Baff- it's, baffling. it's baffling to me that Adam Gase is going to be the only the third head coach fired this year. The, I was expecting him to yeah, be the well, first. I, I, was, I, was, I mean, Dan Quinn needed to go, and who else got fired? Who was the first one that got fired? Bill, Bill O'Brien, O'Brien needed to go, too. He was out of there. Yeah, they both needed to, but I felt like they were in better positions than Adam Gase. Yeah, true. You're right. Uh, yeah, no, I saw a great meme. Um, you remember that show that was on Comedy Central, Adam Ruins yes. Everything? Yeah, they just photo- <laughs> photoshopped Adam Gase's face onto it. So uh, the Cardinals apparently have – this is their first road win against the Jets since week 10 um, in 1975. That's, That's crazy. That, well, to be fair, when, when's the, last the Cardinals time they played, played them, the Jets yeah. every four years, yeah. Idiot. And on the road every yeah, eight. Exactly. So I mean that's yeah, sure that's a little bit of still crazy. But um the other big the other big news coming out of the Jets is that le- they just did release Le'Veon. I Bell. saw that and he is on my fantasy um, team. Guess who dropped him immediately for something else? You? Yeah. Well, I mean Le'Veon Bell is still a good player, and the Jets are certainly dysfunctional. Like look, like that's why Le'Veon Bell left the Steelers. Yeah. Is they were dramatic. The Jets right now are dramatic. Yeah. Here, so. Here's a big question: Is who's going to win the Le'Veon Bell sweepstakes? Who's missing a running back right now in order to be really good? <clears throat> Here are my two. I candidates. have I have one candidate, but hit me. Colts and Bills, Bears, Bears as well. That's a really Bears good. Bears are mine. They don't have that. Like Tariq Cohen is Darren Sproles 2.0. He's not a every down back. Yeah. So, I mean, those are all three really good candidates for a running back right now. Um, and I think those are definitely pieces that they could add to their offense, and it would certainly elevate mm-hmm. it. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell is kind of a player who needs his own offense. Like, what the Steelers did when Le'Veon Bell was there was very Le'Veon Bell. Um, they weren't asking Le'Veon Bell to play Adam Gase football. They were making Le'Veon Bell play Le'Veon Bell right. football. So do those teams pivot around that fact and continue to yeah, do that? Yeah, the thing is, is I don't the, know. Bears, the Bears could probably do that. Um, the Bills probably not so much because they they basically ran they they're basically running an air raid offense essentially, and I don't think that's mm-hmm. I don't think Le'Veon Bell helps that. What was the other team you said? I I think he does. Le'Veon Bell is an excellent uh back. He's a good receiving, receiving back, back, but like eventually you're gonna have to hand the ball off to him. Like how many times? So, so. How many times? I mean you're right. <laughs> it probably says Le'Veon Bell, but um. My, my other candidate was the Colts, because I remember that the Colts were a big candidate when Le'Veon Bell let the Steelers. It was like literally the Jets and the Colts were like the two teams that were really vying for Le'Veon Bell. And I know that Marlon Mack got hurt week one, or week two, or whatever. Who am I looking for? The Bills? The Bills play Tuesday night football. Yeah. I'm looking, I want to see their, oh, yeah, I wanna the see their rush running real quick. Just to, just to, just to, their, their running back is, so, their running backs are TJ Yeldon. I thought he was a wide receiver for some reason. Yeah, they, and Devin Singletary. Yeah, no, they had TJ Yeldon and Devin Singletary. Combined 18 carries. Exactly. Okay. 
for 77 yards. Uh, what do you do if the if you're the Bills and you pick them up? What do you do about Yeldon Singletary? That's the real question. Put them at wide receiver. Got it. <laughs> All right. Try, have them try out. I kind of like I kind of like uh, the Bills pick, but I, I kind of like the Bears the most, unfortunately. Yeah, I like Bills, Bears, and yeah, Colts. Interesting. We'll see how it goes. So we'll, we'll have to see. Um, here's the other thing about the Jets is that Sam Darnold was out this with this oh, game true. too. Yep. But Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco. The fact that Joe Flacco still lost, I think, proves or at least puts the idea into people's heads that this isn't Sam Darnold's fault. Yeah, and Joe. I think I think Sam Darnold is still a solid Same. quarterback. I think the Jets are terrible. Agreed. And here's the problem with that is now the Jets have to make a decision. Do they stick to Sam Darnold with the one, two, maybe three pick, mm -hmm. right? They pick up a piece, or do they bail and go for, a, like, a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence? Get your bench – or bench – defense going. Because, like, you have yeah, a I, good – you have a – okay, I don't want to say good receiving core, but you have, like, Crowder's good. Chris Hogan's like, not bad, I th I, and Darnold is exactly. Darnold throws dots. You know, yeah. You need help. Sam on Darnold defense. is like I say. Sam Darnold's like a B quarterback, right. right? If they go out and get an A plus quarterback and bail on Sam Darnold, it could reflect poorly. Here's the thing, though: if they get a if they stick to Sam Darnold and a B quarterback, like Adam Gase is probably out this right. year, right? They need to go and get like an A quarterback. They need to go and get an A, a head coach. Yes. Because an A head coach can win with a B yes. quarterback. You can't win. You, you can't get Adam Gase, who's like a C head coach. You can't get him and win with a B quarterback. Right. You can't yeah. do it. So I think the Jets have to play this smart. Like they either have to bail on Sam Darnold and go get a big name rookie or a big name free agent quarterback, or they have to go and get a big name head coach. I mean, in theory, it should be easy to attract people to New York, but the Jets are the second best team, third best team in the state. So that's the only thing is, like, why go coach for the Jets, who are a terrible team in a big market town, when I can go coach for, like, the Texans, who are a, not the biggest city, but have some a little bit of a better situation. Okay. So... It's the it's the advertisement and the attractability of the Jets right now that I'm concerned about okay. for a head coach. Okay. Yeah, rookie, ro 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 most rookies don't really have much right. of a choice. So I kind of feel like they'll bail. And they Sam probably Martin. will. Because the Jets are probably going to go full rebuild. I don't feel like I don't feel like they should, but I feel like yeah, they I don't think so either. But they're probably going to. Uh, they're going to go full rebuild mode. Uh, coach, the quarterback, start from the start from the top positions and try to wake their way down. I think they're going to obviously keep a hold of like Crowder. Um, he's a good receiver. Uh, like you kind of see it when they just said, yeah, we're out. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Surprised they didn't just let didn't him Quinn, get a trade. They just let him go. Didn't Quinn Williams, I believe is his name. I think he just got arrested for like a DUI or yeah, something. Yeah, that team is so many problems, so many problems. They do have Lamar Jackson on defense though. They have a guy named Lamar Jackson who has six tackles. <laughs> Not bad for a running back. <laughs> know, wow. Right? Uh, but, yeah, the Jets are kind of a – yeah. 
I don't know what else to say. Maybe I'm crazy. Am the Cardinals, I... though, or NFC, the NFC West is looking closer and closer every day. No, I'm not crazy. Yeah, Quinn and Williams will soon appear in court. An article posted in September 29th. On September Oof. 29th. So yeah. Well, that's a that's that's unfortunate. Rip the Jets. Um. Yeah, Jets kind of. All right, hit us hit us with some knowledge. Uh, we're going Eagles Steelers. All right, ladies yep. and gentlemen, the Eagles lost. But there were a lot of positives to take out of this game. One, you got to realize your entire team is on the IR list right now. <laughs> 11 players on IR, plus Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson are on the injured list, but not the IR list technically. So they're also out, you know, and there's like some line or some, some O lineman, like Lane Johnson was, has been in and out of every game this, like for the last like three weeks. So he's played like 50% of snaps, like throughout three games. Right, so the biggest the biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway from this game is okay. There's there's two two really good takeaways. One, Miles Sanders is not the worst running back in the NFC East. He is a stud, and I will respect him as such. He might even be better than Zeke has played this season, and I'm not I'm not gonna because they're just not handing the ball to Zeke, but he. You mean better than Mike McCarthy has played? Uh, yeah, but 11 carries for 80 yards and two TDs, flawless, Mwah! immaculate. Carson Wentz had two interceptions. Okay, okay. One was on a hail mary that was thrown at like it was like a fourth and 20, so he made a bomb. It got picked. It was basically it was you know like you know like the hail mary punts. Like if you catch it, good job. If you don't, it's punt. Like win win type of situation. That's yeah. what it was, right? So I wasn't mad about the INT. The the only the other INT I was pissed off about though because he throws it, Zach Ertz get like tapped, and I know Ertz right. I know he could have caught that. It's like he gave up. Zach Ertz has not played well. He has one reception for six yards on six targets that game. Six targets. Like, it's not like we're not trying to get him the ball. We really are, but it's like he's not. He's either not catching it. People are double teaming him because they don't trust the other receivers. Like, people, so many receivers are hurt on the Eagles. Like, their starting receivers are literally Greg Ward, Ortega Whiteside, and Travis Fulgham. Like, that's saying something. John Hightower dropped four passes, uh, dropped two passes this game. I'll give him the other two. Uh, two were basically touchdowns. Like, seriously, Carson Wentz was putting some passes on the money to him. Dropped a couple. We needed him. If it was Deshaun Jackson, I feel like those are catches and those are touchdowns. Alshon Jeffrey on a Hail Mary, if it's, a, if it's, if it's Alshon, it's a catch, it's a touchdown. This Eagles offense is showing that they are good. Like, they're they're solid. Their defense allowed 38 points on some nonsense. I actually think the Eagles win this football game if Darius Slay doesn't get hurt at the end because they actually were containing the offense. Then Slay goes down, they go up and score a touchdown. Right? It forced third down, yada, 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 right? The Eagles showed a lot of grit this game. And I, I like, they, they did not play phenomenal. I'm not going to say or not like they played over the top. Chase Claypool literally rubbed his nutsack all over the roster like he just gave us everything he like he murdered us bro like four touchdowns like destroyed us ben roethlisberger picked his team apart he that his experience showed there carson wentz played good football for once like uh, one interception sure it was his fault the other one you know it was that's doug pierce is like yo throw it this way if it gets picked it gets picked sorry like type of thing you know uh jalen hurts even got involved and threw a pass on a fake uh the in other words, like, we lost, but it was like, 
I hate saying good loss, but it was like it was a it was a it was a learning loss. That's the word I'm gonna use. It was a good learning loss. We learned that Travis Fulgham is the real freaking deal. Dude, ten receptions for 152 yards. Dude's dude's a stud. Okay. We learned Carson Wentz can still throw the football. We learned Miles Sanders isn't washed. Thank God. And we because he got he was hurt at the beginning of the year. And we learned our defense can make stops when needed, but refuse to when other people go out. And we need to leave Jalen Mills in the safety slot and not put him in man-on-man on Claypool three plays in a row while he scores touchdowns on us. Thank you. Also, we should fire Jim Schwartz. Thank you. That was a great TED Talk. Yeah, Jim Schwartz needs to go. Glad Jim to Schwartz needs to go, dog. There's no reason why. He put Duke Riley on... The dude who scored three touchdowns, three of th- he scored four total touchdowns, right? He accounted for twenty eight points, twenty eight or thirty eight. Why on earth are we putting a linebacker on that this dude in a clutch situation where we could have forced a turnover? Hmm. Yeah. Also, Nick, Robbie Coleman I mean, needs to be in more snaps. He's not on the field nearly enough. It's frustrating to watch. Yeah, I mean Steelers got an early bye week. Um, earlier than they expected, and they kind of just kept their momentum rolling. So the thing is, is that they had momentum. They went up thirty-one to fourteen in the fourth quarter, or in the third quarter. And what did the Eagles do? Cut it to two for a pass to Greg Ward and yeah. a pass to Travis Fulgham. Like who? <laughs> I just, I mean, yeah. I, I, I stage shock. We forced a fumble, but the worst part is we forced a fumble, got the ball back. And we missed a field goal. Like, Jake Elliott missed a field goal that would have given us a one-point lead. They go up the field, score a touchdown. Just how it ends, you know? Yeah. Upsetting. Is what it is. Um, we showed a lot more grit and won't be surprised if we win more football games this season. I actually wouldn't be surprised if we go 5-1 and one in the division. We win out the rest of the division. I'm not going to be shocked. Just because the Cowboys are kind of crippled. Not going to lie. They're, they're pretty hurt. Um, the Giants suck, and Washington, obviously, we know that we can't beat them, right? But we will this next time, hopefully. But, like, they're allowing fans back in the Eagles stadium. I think that Eagles fan base kind of needs to be there for some of these games. But, uh, but <laughs> That could absolutely make things worse. It though. could, but it also could make things better. <laughs> Trust me. Um, the biggest thing is, though, we have, we have yeah. uh, still a hard schedule. Like, we have to play the Ravens this week. We have to play... Uh, I think after our bye, we have to play, like, the Seahawks or the, the, the Packers or someone like that. Oh, we play the Giants. I take it back. Oh, we have to play the Browns in Week 11. We have to play the Seahawks in Week 12. Week 13, we have the Packers. Week 14, we have the Saints. Week 15, we have the Cardinals. And then we end on Cowboys, uh, Washington. So it's, like, that middle schedule, like, Consecutive of the fact that we have to play the Browns, the the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, and oh, what was the other team? The Cardinals in five back to back weeks. Honestly, I think you win two of those games, win out your division, you win the freaking, you win the NFC East. Go eight, seven, and one, you're good. I straight up, I'm not even capping. But like, it's this loss showed that we can. Perform, our defense needs to finally learn how to show up, and Jim Schwartz needs to either learn how to play, learn to get Jim Schwartz as our defensive coordinator, if you didn't know that. He needs to understand 
what you're doing at the end of a game because he has not closed out games. And we've seen that multiple times in the last two years. And he needs to understand that uh, if he doesn't, he needs to go. Like, Doug Peterson needs to say, yeah, no. Because honestly, I think Doug Peterson's on the hot seat right now. And it's frustrating because I really like Dougie P. He's a good head coach. His defensive coordinator's just ass. Like, yeah. And it's frustrating. Anyway, Ben Roethlisberger did his thing. Uh, we forced a turnover when we needed to. And we should have won. I honestly think we should have. We, we literally came back from 14, 30. Like, we were down 31, 14. Should have been up 32, 31. But we missed a field goal. So, upsetting. All right. Let's talk LA Rams in Washington. The Rams win 30 to 10. Um, Dwayne Haskins this got concludes, benched. This concludes this, the conversation about the Rams Washington game. No. <laughs> this concludes the, 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 <laughs> we, No, we had the comeback um, for Alex Smith. Oh, yeah. Round great. of applause um, for Alex I'd love Smith. Love to see him back. He didn't play great, but round of applause for Alex Smith. <laughs> Yeah, no, he did I mean, welcome back, dude. Like, that's... That's... that's basically, like, we were told you might not walk again, and here you are playing football. Exactly. And here yeah. we are. You sucked, so, but hey, yeah, you're I'm, here. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm happy to see Alex Smith back, which is good news for him. Um, Potentially good news for Washington. Uh, we'll have to see. I'm surprised, like, both their quarterbacks didn't do great. Like, Kyle Allen went 9-13 for 74 yards, got hurt. Alex Smith went 9 for 17 for 37 yards, like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was good to see Alex Smith back, but I, I Washington too bad you had to play the Washington. Too, <laughs> too bad you had to play LA Rams. Yeah, Washington was just too, a, a little too not goody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got Dolphins. With oh my lord! Forty-three to seven. Oh my lord! Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, got... Magic, what? Jimmy Garoppolo got benched. I game. yeah, uh, not hurt. Benched. He threw two ints, seventy-seven yards, seven for seventeen. Got benched for C.J. Beathard, who threw a touchdown, ninety-four yards, ninety-eight for eighteen. They need someone else to hand the ball off to their all their running backs. Obviously, kidding. I genuinely think C.J. Beathard. Uh, I I think Jimmy G rushed back. They should have kept him out a week or two. I think he's. I think he's still hurt. And he's not saying it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the 49ers are in such a, a rough spot right now because they are plagued with injuries. And having come off defending the NFC, because they won the NFC yes. last year. And they're in such a bad position right now, which is rough. I mean, we did see this with the Rams last year. After coming off of def defending from the NFC right. title, right? And it could be potentially the same thing. Like, it's just a little bit of a Super, super Bowl hangover. It could potentially just be that. Certainly, the, the numerous injuries on defense don't help. Um, yeah, so uh, the 49ers, they don't have a whole lot left, honestly. Like, they're, they're just out of resources, it feels yeah. like. Um, uh, yeah, and the, the Dolphins. Yeah, the they hell? just popped off. Like Fitzpatrick, like yeah. Given the 49ers are hurt and all this stuff, like cool, sure, the Dolphins could have won this game, you know, like twenty to seventeen, but forty three to yeah, seventeen. Not, not yeah, not even a little bit. So um, maybe the Dolphins are a little bit better than yeah. we thought they were. Um, 
Could Who be. knows? They're not an, oh, 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 a winless team. That's all I care about here. Yeah, I mean, they have two wins now uh, against a bad Jags and team and a beat-up 49ers team. So, And they play the Jets this week. Okay. Moving um, on up in the so, world. Good for them. Right? So I don't know what we'll see out of the Dolphins now. Um, they, on paper, seem to be better than they were mm -hmm. before. I know I say that for, like, every game, for every team that wins. Just like, you know what? I think they're better than I thought they were. And then next week when they lose, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, they suck still. But it's still, like, the Dolphins played good football. It's not like they played bad football. That's, that's, all, that's all. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Cowboys beat the Giants 37-34. Uh, we already talked about the yeah, we already talked at the top of the podcast about uh, Dak Prescott. Hey, heal in peace. Which is rough. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's out for the rest Obviously. of the year, which I think adds another variable into this atrocious NFC fly, East race. Eagles, because I, the Giants and, and Washington are behind. The Eagles, who have one win, and the Cowboys, who have two, are the front runners right now. And the Cowboys are now without their starting. Yeah. Runners. Okay. Right. But like Andy Dalton is still right there. Like. Exactly. Andy Dalton is good enough, and I think that's the thing that's going to keep the Cowboys competitive. The problem the is, is that they don't have a I mean, defense. They could. They might finish like seven. Yeah, they nine. don't have a defense. That's what's. That's what's screwing them. Their defense isn't playing how they were supposed yeah. to be playing. Uh, but what did I tell you? What was one thing that the, the, the Cowboys need to do to find success in football games? Give it to their... Yeah, he had back. 19 carries this game instead of like 12 or 13. He ran for 91 yards mm -hmm. and had two touchdowns. Certainly doesn't help that the um, the Giants are I mean, not of good, course, but sure. they gave him the ball more. Like, I don't care... I don't care about the fact that he like he obviously was gonna run it down their throats because it's the Giants, but he they gave him 19 carries. It's not like the normal like they were giving him 12, 13 carries. They gave him 19 carries. Like that's huge. Yep. Also, yeah, Ceedee Lamb's huge. a legend, and I'm really upset that the Cowboys sniped him. Just throwing that out there. Eight <laughs> receptions, 124 yards. Uh, Dalton came in and threw dots. Nine for 11 for 111. No TDs, but he played well. And I have to give it to the freaking. Giants, they play phenomenal football, but they choked, like they normally do. Is it just me? Is it just me, or is Andy Dalton in a Cowboys uniform just make me? Feel oh, it makes me very uncomfortable. But I'm happy for him if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Um, and I, it could be a little bit of a revenge tour for Andy yeah. Dalton potentially. Yeah. Um, with what we'll see, so we'll we'll have to see. Like this could be, this could be Andy Dalton's yes. paycheck. Like th this could be Andy Dalton, like the re. <laughs> Maybe the Jags are super interested in Andy Dalton or something. I, I mean, don't know. No, it's possible. Like the, the Andy Dalton could go to a team that needs a quarterback. It happened. We we've seen it happen recently in Nicholas Foles. So exactly, and he's resurged as a Chicago so, Bear. So gotta give him props. Yeah, I mean th this this could be a, a great thing for Andy Dalton. Obviously, it sucks that it's at the expense of Dak Prescott. But I mean, I mean, football has always been a game about next man up. Yeah, Eagles won a Super Bowl on so, that mentality. So, exactly anything's possible. Eagles. So I, I always come back to the Eagles because we've been we've we consistently are the team that's been hurt a lot. Like even without this season, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we won a Super Bowl behind a backup quarterback. We got to the playoffs behind said same backup quarterback, and like and then the year after that, we don't have said backup quarterback. But we got to the playoffs again, won the division with God knows who playing wide receiver. Yeah, like it was crazy. So. 
Also, Jerry Jones is a coward for not paying Dak Prescott. Uh, huge coward. I will forever and always coward. say this. He, I mean, like, he's probably going to take care of him because he's hurt. But, like, give the man a contract. I hate to say it. Dak's a really good quarterback. Give him his money, dude. Give him his yeah. money. Jerry Jones is a coward. Huge coward. All right. Let's talk Colts-Browns. Browns beat the Colts 32-23. to I thought the Colts um, had a better defense than this. I think the Colts still do they have do, a They do, but they kind of got exposed. Um, I, for sure. I think the Browns are just that uh, good. I take though. it back. They didn't really get exposed. Phillip Rivers just sucks. Never mind. Yeah, like, maybe the Colts are interested in Andy Dalton. Yeah. Also, can we talk about Kareem Hunt for a minute? Like... Not only does the man have time to be the best kicker in the league, but he ran 20 times for 72 yards. He's insane. Yeah, I mean, the Browns are going to continue to roll, and the Browns are sticking to their offensive philosophy. I have no reason to believe the Browns won't stop. Like, they play a, a toughish team in the, in the Steelers next week. But after that, like, the Browns' schedule kind of eases up. So may, this could be a good opportunity for the Browns to possibly secure a wild card spot. Uh, I have no reason to believe they'll beat the Ravens for the North, but this could be a chance for the Browns to kind of turn their fortunes around. It only took them 23 years. Also, Browns, uh, I'm sorry, Bears fans are mauling at this game, and the reason being is because Cody Parkey is the kicker for the uh, Cleveland Browns, and he made a field goal off the off the post. It literally bounced off the post and into the, into the, it went in. That's Yeah, rough, Bears fans buddy. were mauling. <laughs> I literally saw it all over Twitter. It was great. Uh, that's rough. I'm not even, I was, I was laughing when I saw those, but, uh, yeah. Seahawks Vikings is a game I want to move on to because I, I actually got to watch this game a little bit. Uh, this is the Seahawks first five and zero start in franchise history. Really? I told you the Seahawks were one of those teams, man. They were one of those teams. I felt really good about the Seahawks and I don't know why Russell Wilson is honestly my MVP right now three TDs. Ugh. I have no reason to believe anybody passed him this week. Like Josh Allen didn't help his case. Aaron Rodgers. It was on bye week. And I feel like those are the three yeah, guys right three now. Guys. So hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, Russell Wilson is, is doing very well for himself to finally earn that. And that you know, title. who really is doing well for him. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are giving him so much help. It's actually insane. This is what, this is what the Seahawks needed was one of those wide receivers like DK Metcalf, like a big dude, go up and get the ball. That's how that that's that yeah, helps a, Russell Wilson a, so yeah, much. He's a physical receiver, it definitely helps. Um, I I'm hearing I have seen a lot of stuff on on Twitter and, and people calling for Mike Zimmer to be fired too. The Vikings head coach for what Which, reason? Yeah, I, don't I, I mean know. this dude this dude just did I think the Vikings are like fine. Dalvin Cook. I mean they've played some good teams. I think if anybody if anybody needs to be considered, it's the Vikings GM. Yeah. Like I, the Vikings right now is they're struggling mm -hmm. on defense, and the reason why is because they had a great defense last year, but then they shipped out like five or six defensive yeah. dudes, and of course it was it was for cap space reasons. Well, that's what I was saying about the same thing with the Eagles. Like you have people wanting to fire Dougie P, but it's really like yeah, get rid of the defensive coordinator, please, and you probably will have better yeah. a better time. So, so. I think Mike firing Mike Zimmer would be a little bit too hasty. I think he's fine. Like Mike Zimmer has made playoffs as far as I can remember most of the years he's been head coach. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I think Mike Zimmer's fine. I think the Seahawks are in a much better position, though. Uh, and I think the Seahawks were the yeah, better team. Yeah, they made team. a game-winning, I guess, technically a game-winning drive in a minute and 42 seconds. They got a touchdown with 20 seconds left on the clock. Uh-huh. It was a game-winning drive. Put them in, and they went. They got. They went up one. Went for two. Missed it. And then you know, twenty-two seconds is not enough time for Kirk Cousins because you know it's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. On the yeah, Sunday exactly. Football. And you know that's not happening. Yep. Uh, Saints Chargers was right. a remarkably better game than I expected to. First and foremost, I have to give the Chargers all sorts of props. They've stayed really close with teams I didn't expect them to stay close with. For example, they went what OT with the Chiefs too, or was yep. that was that a this game didn't. Did no, this game go into OT? The it Chiefs did. game went into OT too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both. Like, Saints. Uh, are the Saints still a good football team? I can't tell anymore. But, like. Uh, I mean, do you want the truth? Justin Herbert looked better than uh, Drew Brees. No cap. Justin Herbert looked me. really good. He, I saw the stats for this game after just because I wanted to take a look at it. And Justin Herbert throwing four touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I mean, I'm telling you, like, Justin Herbert is, is pretty freaking good. and It was exciting to watch him play, and he played well. And I think the Chargers around the Chargers around Justin Herbert are failing yeah, him they, right now. They went up quick. It, it kind of feels like it kind of feels like Andy. Yeah, Dalton they went a up twenty three quick. Uh, went into the half up 20, 10, 20 to ten still. End of third quarter, uh, tie game. Uh, fourth quarter, they get a touchdown. Defense kind of fails. And of course, the Chargers win would win the game, but uh, you know your boy. Uh, uh, oh, what's this dude's name? Um, uh, the, the kicker misses a field goal, a fifty yarder. That would have won them the game, and he missed it. And then what happened? Yep. They lost an OT. But good thing too, because that means Will Lutz got to make another field goal, and uh, he's on my fantasy team. So <laughs> didn't you beat Travis by like point I, four points? No, 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 no. I won by like four fantasy points. Uh, uh, someone else went by point four. I think it was Bruce or someone like that. Oh Jaren, no, Jaron did. Was. Yeah, Jaron won by point yeah, four. He beat, he beat Alpha by point four. Shout out to that because now I'm two and three and potential. Literally, our conference is the best conference in the league, and then the other conference is the NFC East. No cap. Every, the best team is yeah. two and three. I mean, that's so frustrating. Yeah, I'm four I'm and one and right three. now. Uh. I'm I'm fucking auto draft. I I'm man. literally fifth place in the entire league, but like last place in our division. <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> and the only reason I'm fifth is because uh, Nate has uh, like 20 more points scored than me. Yeah. Which isn't a lot for the first place team in the anyway. Continue. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for Chargers Saints. We got one more to talk about, and that's oh, Bills yeah, Titans. The Titans beat the Bills 42 to 16. Fun fact. This was Scorigami. Yes, it was. We stand Scorigami in yes, this house. We do. And uh, yeah, we both had the Bills winning this football game. We did. Um, and I think it was because we were uncertain of what the Titans what would look what would the Titans would look like post COVID outbreak. And I think we got our answer. Ryan Tennant was a legend. Derrick Henry gave me the fantasy points I needed to win. All's well in the world. Derrick Henry oh, oh, oh my Wait, god. Derrick, Derrick Henry, Henry had like the greatest stiff arm i've ever seen in my life and i think it was against josh norman right no i i, I think i think derrick henry had probably yeah it was josh norman i think he probably had the fourth greatest stiff arm i've had in my i've seen in my entire life but derrick henry also had one yeah two, and three. exactly you're right you're right like like that, i don't know marshawn lynch has thing, one of those like, for me that that stiff arm with the beast mode the, run yeah, the, the beast quick the beast yeah the beast that was quake, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, but still, I mean, Derrick Henry is a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Bills defense, which is supposed to be solid, looks Yeah. <laughs> I think we learned more about the Titans than yeah. we did the Bills. Titans are still undefeated. Uh, we're down to four undefeated teams now. We're down to the Titans, Steelers, only two teams in the AFC undefeated. And then in the NFC, Seahawks, we have the Packers yeah. and the Seahawks. And, wow. Um, the Seahawks are the only 5 and 0 Yeah, because everyone else had, like, buys due to COVID. Because everybody else has had their buy so far. I'm telling you, the Seahawks, so, Seahawks, Seahawks are Super Bowl bound for me, homie. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a wild finish. The, um. I, I think the Titans look great. Like, I, I was really high on the Titans the first three weeks, and I was like, yeah, Titans are one of the better teams in the AFC. Like I said, Titans-Bills are probably three and four behind the Chiefs-Ravens. I still think that's the case. I, I think we learned that the Titans are three, the Bills are four. Um, are the Titans better than the Ravens? Because we know the Chiefs are better We're than the Ravens. We're talking about just AFC here, right? Oh, see, just AFC. I was going to say, we're the Seahawks um, in this discussion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so just the Chiefs, Chiefs are definitely uh, the best. Are the, ti- are the Titans better than the Ravens I think at the this Chiefs point? are still the best team in the... Uh, I, think, I think the Chiefs are still better than Ravens. I think, I yeah. think the Raiders game was kind of just like a... a just, it's, it's a fluke, you know? They, they sh- I, think, I think the Chiefs are better than the Ravens. I think the Titans are better than the Bills. But are the Titans no. better than the Ravens? Not yet. I don't Not know. Yet. The Ravens are a good football team. Not yet. It's getting Not close. Yet. Yeah. It's getting closer. The, the gap, gap is, closing. is getting yes. closer. I, I knew the Titans were going to be so, good. I didn't expect them to be this good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Titans. I don't, I'm don't. i not too worried about the Bills. I think the Bills kind of got caught with their pants down. I think they're looking ahead this week. Yeah. And I think, like, I mean, they are on the shortest week known to man. Yeah, they had Tuesday and then Sunday. Right? Wait, no. Tuesday, then Thursday. Uh, no. Th- this week, they play Thursday. So they, they've literally they played play two games tomorrow. in three days. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Bills kind of got caught with their pants down. I think they're more worried about the Chiefs game Dang, than they were the Titans. That sucks. to play the Titans and the Chiefs in, like, three days. That sucks. Yeah, I, 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 think, the, I, yeah, I, I think the Bills are Poor Bills. just Poor looking Bills. ahead. But, yeah. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I think the Bills were looking ahead at the Chiefs and were. They weren't focused on this game. Yeah, they weren't focused on this game. Yeah. That's the truth. Um, I don't. So I don't think it reflects poorly on the Bills. I think the Titans are great right now, um, and I think they continue uh-huh. to roll, provided nobody bites any more bats in the Titans yes. facility. Agreed. Speaking of the shortest week for both Thursday night teams, let's talk uh, week six. You ready? Let's do Chiefs, it. Chiefs, Bills. Um, I want to kick this one off. I think this is a case of both teams are exhausted. Both teams need a rest. Both teams need a, the long week that they are both receiving going into next, I believe, next week. The both teams play on Sunday. They need the 10 days to chill out. They need three, four days to just lay on their beds because they're going to be hurting. But I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do like Ryan Tannehill just did it. Patrick Mahomes is about to do it to you, you know? Uh, I think Mahomes is going to beat Buffalo, but I think it's going to be a closer game than the Titans-Bills game. I'm inclined to agree in terms of how close it is. I'm still deciding to this moment what I want to do with this game. Um, because, like I said, I think that I'm I'm gambling hard on this, that the Bills weren't worried about the Titans game and they were focused I, on the I Chiefs I like to game. think like that, too. Both these teams are exhausted, but I can't get over two games right. in three days. And for football, that's really, really so, hard. Like, basketball, not yeah, as bad. Two games in three, yeah. Yeah, no, basketball, you could do it. Football, no. There's a lot of strategy and counter tactics that yeah. go into football, like... Basketball is a little bit more on the fly yeah, adjustment. Exactly. So, 
I'm 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 in I feel like the Bills were looking ahead to this game and I feel like I'm taking the Bills. I'm Let's ready. I'm I'm taking the Chiefs. Last time we were separated on a primetime game with Chiefs, I won it. So I bet my money on the Chiefs one more time. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Bills. I I really do feel like the Bills were caught with their pants down against the Titans because they were looking to this I think game. It can go either way, but I'm so, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. Yeah, but I mean Two two games in three days is hard yes. to get over. So I think this is going to be a, a rough one for sure for the Bills, more so than the Chiefs, but it will be rough yeah. for both. So, yeah, I'm All taking right. the Bills. Titans-Texans. Easy one, right? Uh, yes. Titans are better. Easy. Titans are better. Cool. Um, I could see the Texans winning this game entirely because the Titans are on a, on a short yeah. week. Um, and the, the Texans are riding a little bit of momentum right now, but I think the Titans in Nashville against the Texans with how good they are and how questionable the Texans are. I don't think it's enough. I'm pick I'm sticking okay. to the Titans Ravens Eagles bird on this bird, is some bird on bird crime, but we're not going to have an Eagle murder a Raven today. And uh, yeah, uh -huh. um, yeah, I, I, I'm picking, I'm picking the I'm, purple bird uh, to picking the purple bird depressingly. Vikings, yes. Falcons. Uh, I told you. I already told you. I've never yep, picked the I'm Falcons again. Cool. Vikings. Browns, Steelers. This one's a little tough. This one's tougher for sure. Um, I think they're, both teams are doing very well right now, and I think both teams are riding momentum. I'm picking the Steelers I, uh -huh. because I think the Steelers' defense matches up well enough with the Browns' offense. That was my exact reasoning why I picked the Steelers as well. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm I think the defense the is just going to be slightly better. I think Baker Mayfield's going to turn the ball over a couple times, and that's going to throw them off because we know how Baker Mayfield can do that, and it kind of throws off the momentum for the Browns. Yep. Uh, Colts Bengals. Um, I'm going to go Colts. I think their I... defense is still good. I think their defense is good. Uh, that obviously they kind of got exposed by the Browns, in my opinion, but like not exposed enough to lose to the Bengals. So. Yeah, I think the Browns kind of exploited some of the Colts' weaknesses defensively, but I don't think the Bengals have the the tools to be Agreed. able to do the same. So I'm picking mm -hmm. the Colts as well. Lions-Jags. This one's tough for sure as well. It's for the wrong reasons. Right? Um, I'm going to take the Lions on the I road. I, too, took the Lions on the road. Huh. I like the Lions. I think the Lions were one t one catch away from beating a good Bears team. Like, they, they're good. I think they're... A, they're always that team that's like should be good, but yeah, they're but not because like they keep losing games by like nonsense. Yeah, I feel like the Lions are a little bit more competitive yes. than the Jags right now. Like they're to me, the Lions are always one of those teams like they always go like six and ten, but like they should be like ten and six because they lost four games due to like a stupid flag or like a dropped pass. Like they're right there, and it's frustrating to see that yeah. all the time. I feel bad for Detroit fans everywhere. Uh, Bears Panthers. This is actually right. a fun one. We got this is an interesting one because I think both these teams are riding momentum right now, but both of these teams I think are teams that we don't know if right. they're good yet. Um, so this one's tough, okay. but I'm picking the Bears because they're on the line. I also am picking the Bears because I think the Bears are a better team right now. Just like not let, not crazy think, better, but better. I, I, I really, yeah, I don't think I really couldn't tell you which of these two teams is better, but the Bears have had more time to uh, to prepare, so I'm gonna take the Bears. Uh, 
Okay, we got Washington at the New York Giants. This is, this is uh, <laughs> the mad the matchup of the have nots in the NFC East. Oh wait, that's any NFC. Okay, East okay, okay. But yeah, no, this is the have nots. Yeah, in the NFC and East. I think Saquon Barkley being hurt really obviously puts a dent in the Giants' season. It really sucks for them. It really does. Um, and I think. Washington having such a, a bad quarterback situation right now and not being and with Chase Young, I believe he's still yes. out. Of course he couldn't get hurt for week so one it, when we you it, know sacked yeah, the Eagles it, like it, seven times, but that's fine. Yeah, it, it it makes this game harder to pick for sure. But I feel like Washington is more competitive than the Giants are right now. I feel like the Giants are coming off of a tough close loss to the Cowboys. And I feel like they regress which is weird to say, given that, you know, they're already at the bottom. Like, what's below rock bottom? Water. The Giants. <laughs> yeah, the Giants <laughs> are drowning. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to take New York. Uh, I think the Giants are actually a slightly okay. better football team. The only reason I say that is, like, Washington is super questionable. Yeah, I know their one win of the season is against the Eagles, who we think is actually probably the best team in the NFC East, which isn't saying much, but you know what I mean. Um, the – I think – their fact that they benched Dwayne Haskins, they have no clue what the heck they're doing at quarterback, no Chase Young, so I don't think the pressure is going to get to the Giants or to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was kind of dotting up the, the um, Cowboys, and frankly, the Cowboys kind of threw a pick six to the Giants of all teams. I think the Giants can uh, get the pressure to force Washington to make mistakes, and that's what's going to win them the game. I can see it. We'll see how it goes. I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, if Washington I will wins say, that. if you're not rooting for, if you're not rooting for Alex Smith, I think you're no. I'm actually right. rooting for the Giants so that Washington doesn't pass the Eagles in the standings. Thank you. That's fair. Okay, I respect it. So you're you're rooting for the Giants to beat 21 out of 22 people on Washington. Right Essentially, now? yes. I I I accept that as uh, the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Alex Smith, <laughs> but not enough for him to cost us a division. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I like Alex Smith, but not if it's bad. Right, like, I like Alex Smith, but if you play for the Raiders, I wouldn't like yeah. Alex Smith. You know, that's your situation, correct? Yeah, okay. no, I yeah, totally okay. agree. So that's, that's my situation here. Yeah, I barely like exactly. Derek Carr. <laughs> uh, we're going, uh, heading over to Miami for the Dolphins-Jets game. Uh, the Dolphins Better? are... Not a good. They're not a great team, but the Jets are probably the worst team in football. After so the Niners game, Dolphins. I can't. I can't even justify not picking the Dolphins over the Jets. Like I, I can't even like find a reason yeah, to like, justify the Jets potentially winning this game. Like there's nothing I see that. Yeah, helps I mean them. the Jets. The Jets are ridiculously dysfunctional yeah. right now. I have no reason to believe. Our they take: would win Their this coach game. gets fired after this game. Like I, I, like I could see the Dolphins losing this. Yeah, game, but like, but I don't see the right, Jets winning. Like, it. It's gonna be the Dolphins imploding under Fitzpatrick. Yeah, if the Dolphins lose, it'll yeah. be the Dolphins' fault, yeah. not the Jets. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I have no reason to believe the Jets will win this game. I'm yeah. taking the Dolphins. Okay, we got Broncos Patriots. This game was supposed to happen last week. We both predicted a Broncos upset. I uh, predicted the Patriots. That's not happening. This game. This you week. predicted a Broncos upset. Okay, I predicted a Broncos upset. Uh, that's yeah, not happening this back. time though. With the extra week, the reason I picked the Broncos because the Broncos at the time were on the long week and the Patriots were on the short. And no Cam Newton. And plus Cam Newton is playing now again. So, yeah, I like given that those two advantages for the Broncos have since evaporated now that this game is being played a week later, I kind of don't really have any reason to believe the Broncos yeah. will win. 
So, yeah, I, I think the yep. Patriots win this game. Um, Patriots, my, yeah. my pick, staying, stay, staying strong. Only bright yep. side for the Broncos is that Drew Locke may come back, which is huge. But yeah, Drew Locke, like, he's in a better position to come back. Like, he was only projected to be out, like, two to three weeks. Um, it'll be three weeks this week. So, if there's potential Drew Locke comes back, I don't think it matters. Yeah, but promising for the which Broncos uh, moving forward. Yeah, moving forward, eventually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, we're, we haven't even hit halfway through the season yet. So, like, the Broncos are technically not out of the yeah. playoffs yet. Oh. Like, I mean, sh- sure, they need a miracle. We all do. But, yeah. I mean, the Broncos are beat up. So, uh, like, we're, we're relying on a pretty heavy miracle here. Uh, we need we need to uh, resurrect the powers of Tim. Yeah, Peter. there you go. Drew Locke. Yeah, like, at, I, I, like at this point, it, it, we, we need <laughs> Jesus. That's Drew Locke. I'm kidding. <laughs> I remember, God, there was a Saturday Night Live bit. This is one of my favorite things ever. It was like the Broncos keep winning these games, and uh, Jesus gives them a pep talk. It's Jason Sudeikis as Jesus. He's pretty much just like, uh, yeah, I'm absolutely the reason you're winning this game. He's like, uh, I won't be here next week, though. I got a big birthday. Who do you guys play? They're like the Patriots. Uh, like, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, can I tell you a secret? Listen, if I'm the son of God, Tom Brady's got to be the guy. <laughs> And that line gets me every time. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be the guy's nephew. That gets me every time. So yeah, they they need they need Jason Sudeikis or Jesus, one of the or two. Or Tom Brady, point. I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe they need Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, uh, we got Packers at Buccaneers. Oh, this speaking is a of the tough devil. game. Or I mean, the, the nephew, the nephew God, of yes. God. Nephew of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this. Um, this is a tough one for sure. Real tough. Like yeah, the Bucks lost. The Bucks lost They're last week, but I don't. Team. I don't. I don't think the back. Yeah, the Bucks aren't a bad football team. Um, I'm gonna pick the Packers on the road because they are coming off a bye. I'm picking the Packers on the road because uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his god-given mind. Yeah, and I think he tears apart the so, Bucks. And I, I don't think he tears them apart. I think this is a close game, but I think the Packers have had more time to look at the Bucks and, and prepare, given that they're coming oh, off their When bye. I mean tear them apart, I mean he's going to put up points, but I also think Buccaneers put up a lot of points, too. Like, I, like I'm feeling like 30-something 30, 30 points each. 34-31, you know, something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Like, A-Rod, A-Rod throws for, like, four four touchdowns. That's that, To me, that's tearing someone apart. But, like, you still almost lost the football game, even though you did everything in your power to win it, as much as you hate it. Yeah. Oh, shoot, I meant to change right, this one. Night- Sunday night football, we got Rams I Niners. Change this one. Cool, it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. change it now, because <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, I would have done the same thing week yeah. one, but uh, yeah, right now the the Niners are too beat up. Um, we don't know what's happening with yeah, their quarterback which is right crazy now. Crazy to think about. The Ram- the Rams give me certainty. I'm, I'm also picking the Rams. the Rams. And poor Niners. They literally, if they weren't so beat up, I think they'd have better chances. I think. Yeah, I, I think that I yeah like you you asked me this game week one. I'm taking the 49ers 100 Agreed, out of 100 and times. I also did the same thing. But now that we see whoever's hurt, it's time for them to take a step back. And who knows? Maybe they go for the Trevor Lord sweepstakes. <laughs> you never know. Oh, uh, we're heading back to Jerryland. Oh, Maybe sorry. they're going for the Andy Dalton. No, true, 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 true. That's a Niners quarterback. If I've ever heard of one. Yeah, that feels yeah, very, very Niners-y. Niners-y. Speaking of Andy Dalton, we're heading down to Jerryland for the Cardinals Cowboys game. Uh, who you got? Uh, yeah, we got Cardinals at Cowboys on Monday Night Football. This one's 
This Top game's actually a lot closer be. than I expected it to be. Um, I think the Cardinals are inconsistent, but they are coming mm -hmm. off a win. I think the Cowboys are questionable, but they and they are yeah, deckless. Andy Dalton's not a bad placement. But Andy Dalton isn't the worst option right. in the world. Andy Dalton might be the best backup um, quarterback in the league, low-key. It could be. Potentially, like, I would say it's either him or, like, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I keep Brissett, forgetting he's on that Why is Jacoby Brissett not starting over fucking Philip Rivers? I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, Yeah, believe me. As a Broncos fan who has watched Philip Rivers choke more games than I, I have fingers, yeah, Jacoby Brissett should probably be starting for the Colts. Um, but this is a tough one. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I think the extra day to get Andy ready makes a difference. Um, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I hate picking Cowboys uh, in games like these. Uh, I hate saying that they're going to be 500. I hate doing that. So uh, I'm going to go with my gut here, though, uh, and say that DeAndre Hopkins is too good for the dang Cowboys. Go Cardinals. <laughs> okay. So we literally only have Thursday night and Monday night difference. Um, yeah, I think I actually genuinely think that the Cardinals are a better. Uh, I don't want to say a better team. I think their offense is very inconsistent, but I think DeAndre Hopkins is too much for the Cowboys defense. I don't. I, I think the Cardinals are the better team. I really do. But I'm picking. I like. I'm picking the Cowboys in the weird. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys win this game. <laughs> yeah, like this is gonna be. Also, a I want to note that this is we. Uh, this is the type of week where I feel like upsets are ready to happen. Like I'm not even capping when I say that I think the Bengals could beat the Colts. Um, the Falcons could beat the Vikings, and I genuinely believe. That the Eagles can beat the Ravens as an Eagles fan. Also, I think the Broncos could upset the Patriots. Just want to throw that out there. And like, it, I feel like this is a week that could potentially be filled with upsets. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I think squ like squeaker games, like close games. You got Chiefs, Bills. You got Brown Steelers. Oh, and Texans. You got Cardinals, Cowboys. You got Pack Packers, Bucks. Um, I yeah, I'm less confident about the Raven about the Eagles and the Texans than no, you are. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, I would say close games this week. You got Chiefs, Bills. I think you got Browns, yeah, Packers, Steelers. Bucks. I think you got Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, Cowboys. I think you got yeah, Bears, Bears, Panthers. Panthers game's gonna be close. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know why I have. Like, it's always it always happens with Philly, right? It always happens. They do something. They lose stupid teams, and then they're like, you know what, guys? We feel like beating the second best team in the NFL. Sure, why not? You know, like it's just always something stupid. We did it last year. We beat the Packers in in Lambeau on like week three, after everyone decided to get hurt, and we beat them like twenty seven to twenty or something like that. Like it was ridiculous. I I, I never know what to say about Philly. I I really don't. I never know. It's like they they decide to win games that they have no business winning, and then lose games they have every business winning. But that's the glory yeah. of being an Eagles fan. So. Welcome to the yeah. yeah. To the so light. um, just quick rundown for me personally. I have the Chiefs, Titans, Ravens, Vikings, Steelers, Colts, Lions, Bears, Giants, Dolphins, Patriots, Packers, Rams, Cardinals winning this week. I also think we had the I'm um, the... and I'm thinking about it. We had the we had another game different. I think in that you put Washington over New York. Oh yeah, without oh, God, I always forget about that. <laughs> the Washington football team. So, yeah, I'm picking the Bills, Titans, Ravens, Vikings, Steelers, Colts, Lions, Bears, football team, 
Dolphins, Patriots, Packers, Rams, and the right. Cowboys. Well, we'll see how we did. I went eight and six this past week. Uh, Eric went nine and five due to all the bye week for the Lions and the Packers and the postponed game in the Patriots Broncos. Um, we'll see how we do this week. Um, should be Dude, interesting. That's a dub though. I, I didn't get to explain this. So week eight is my birthday. Like, like oh, that's that right. Sunday is my birthday. That was supposed to be the Broncos bye week, but now they'll play the Chargers because of the, the scheduling yeah, changes. That's a so dub. that's a dub. Yeah, we take, we take that. I was having to rely on the Browns to give me a birthday present to beat the Raiders. Now you can have a Broncos dub. I can watch the, I can watch the Raiders win and the Broncos lose. It's going to be the best birthday <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, last but certainly not least, before we head out, uh, we did have a change in schedule due to COVID uh, in the NFL uh, area. If you didn't know, Obviously, the Broncos-Patriots was postponed, and the week before that, the Titans-Steelers was postponed, um, and they've rescheduled all of those games. Uh, I'm going to let Eric run it down because I don't remember all the exact changes that were made, but it's from week 6 to week 11. I think week 9 was the only one that did not get changed at all, so give us a quick rundown. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so the games that changed, and hopefully I can remember these as well, but week 6, um, we got Jets-Dolphins, and we got Broncos-Patriots, and now the Chargers are on by. We were supposed to have Broncos-Dolphins and Jets-Chargers with the Patriots on by. So they switched up those games um, for week eight, uh, week 7 coming up. I believe they have just added in the Steelers-Titans game and put the Ravens on by. Yes. Oh, and Jags-Chargers yes. as well is new this week, too. Um, that was the other two. Yeah. So those are the two for week eight, for week seven, for week eight. They, all they did, I believe was add in the Steelers Ravens game. Uh, no, I feel like there was something else. Oh, and they added in the Chargers Broncos. And I think that's it. I'm going to Google this just in case. Yeah, I feel, yeah, they added in Chargers Broncos and then Steelers Ravens week eight. Week nine was untouched. Week 10, I think this is the biggest one that got affected because now you got Chargers-Dolphins. Actually, I think that was the only no. one is Chargers-Dolphins. Gotcha. Well, pranked me. And then um, week 11 now, you got Dolphins-Broncos. You got Jets-Chargers. So the... Uh, the yeah the Patriots postponement really kind of messed up everything for a lot of teams except the Patriots which is weird because all the Patriots did was like they got their bye mm -hmm. week a week early um but it, it messed up schedules for the Broncos Jets Dolphins and Chargers in particular and then the Titans Steelers um game messed that up for the Steelers the Titans and the Ravens like that one was a little bit right. easier to fix so, yeah, yeah, the, but the Patriots and Broncos being postponed messed up schedules for the Broncos, Chargers, Jets, and Dolphins. Okay. So I think I hit all the games that are different. And as of now, and obviously we could get most po more postponements um, in the future, but for right now... This is what it is. Those are good. Yeah, the that's changes what it aren't is. But uh, it, it really hurt the Broncos one of the, some of the most because they now have to play the Patriots, Chiefs, and back-to-back Okay, cool. Which sucks. Instead of, you know, <laughs> not having to do that. Yeah, they would have done Patriots, Dolphins, Chiefs, yeah, bye. Yeah, exactly. But now they do bye Patriots, Dolphins, Chiefs. Right? No. They played the Dolphins, like, later. Sorry. No, yeah, they played Chargers. the Chargers. That's what it was. 
Chargers, then the Falcons, the then the like Raiders, then the... Yeah, they don't play the right. Dolphins till week Sounds 11. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, thank Eric for explaining. Those could be the, the two led Dolphins at that Who point. Knows? You never know. Ryan Fitzpatrick's looking good. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Eric. A round of applause. For, uh, thank you for, for having me. Explaining of everything. Yeah, I, I feel like Charlie Day and uh, Always Sunny where you have that cork board. <laughs> Yes, you know course, that meme? Yeah, that's me right now. Um, but with that, I think that'll wrap up this episode of Behind the Plays. Um, I think this week could be upset week. I'm, I, I don't know why. I'm feeling it. I, I can't explain it. Oh, I'll be upset. I mean, you could be. I bet you will, too. Who I knows? Bet you Maybe too. both of us will be happy going into the next podcast. <laughs> well, well, it'll either be an upset or right. we'll be upset. Either way, what we're having – either way, it's upset week. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's that's upset week is the title of this next game <laughs> talk yeah, you and i don't exactly you and i don't exactly have the easiest games to win this week bright side we're home yeah we're not <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and thank you again eric for being here uh, and consistently doing this every week i honestly me. really appreciate it it's always fun i think this is a very fun show for you to be on and basically co-host with me it's awesome yeah at this point, yeah, I look forward yes, to. This I thing. definitely look forward to it too, and I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait till we get to playoff time because it'd be more fun. Uh, we do have another podcast potentially coming out in the next week or two because I do have to have Patty on to wrap up the NBA season, and then we're gonna have someone else go on when uh, dra- for draft for the NBA draft, and we're definitely gonna have someone else when AB- NBA free agency happens because I love those times. Those are my favorite times, and I love to describe every part of that because people said Dwight Howard's not going to make a difference on the Lakers, and now he's an NBA freaking champion. Thank you guys so much for having us. Uh, listening to us. But who's going to break down the NHL draft? Who? I got to I got to I got to call. Yeah, I gotta call ooh, I'm asking you. I'll, I'll get Alpha on the phone. Maybe he'll know. Get oh, Sebi. There you go. I'll call. I'll get Sebi on the phone. I'll get Sebi. There you the go. It's a good. That's a good idea. Dude, Sebi got thanks to Kawhi Leonard. Sebi's now hooked on basketball. I know too. nothing about hockey. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. Vegas have the Golden Knights, and we've choked it three years in yeah, a row in the playoffs. That's about my extent of my knowledge. Yeah, my, my, my family is huge LA Kings fan. Uh, but yeah, Sebi and Alpha are the two biggest hockey guys I know. Uh, and I know Sebi's getting hooked into basketball because Toronto. But yeah, we'll see. Sebi occasionally asks me a football question too, but I think it's for gaming <laughs> purposes. <laughs> Understandable. All right, wrapping it up. It's been an hour and a half. We've had a great time here, as always. Thank you guys for listening. You can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I believe we're getting Amazon hooked up now. Uh, you'll hear us on that uh, Audible. So I'm getting that hooked up and ready to go soon. And then you also can hear us on Stitcher and SoundCloud, you know, the one I upload to. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your guys' day. And to us right behind the plays, don't forget to follow the socials left in the description down below. Uh, Have a great rest of your day, morning, night, evening, afternoon, work day, uh, off day, whatever the heck you got going on. Have a good one. Peace out. See ya.